a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. Once you've got that gig certification, what do you do with it? That's the question that we're going to explore here on this episode of Story Connect, the podcast. My name is Andy Johns. I'm your host, and I'm joined today by Chad Young, who is CEO of Norvado in Cable, Wisconsin, and Leo Carlson, who is the business and technology manager at Norvado. Thank you guys for joining me. You're welcome. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Great. Now, uh, Norvado, we'll talk about it just a little bit at the beginning, uh, if you want to get into it, Leo. But uh, Norvado is formerly known as, or also known as, I guess, uh, Shawamigan Telephone. How did I do it? I get the... Well, yep, was, you got it correct. All right, That's I was right. practicing that pronunciation. <laughs> but tell us a little bit about, it's been a few years since y'all changed, but just the decision, uh, where'd Norvado come from, and, and then uh, the, the decision to go with that brand? Uh, Norvado is a, kind of a combination of Latin... Um, meaning north with haste um, because of uh, that the fiber and the the changes and the just kind of trying to tie some speed into the name and really because nobody can pronounce Schwamigan or spell it um, it made a lot more sense for us to go to a simpler it's a difficult format. URL for folks it, to it is it extremely is. tough so changing to Nervado you know a couple syllables was a lot easier to deal with than the than the other name so certainly and it's a beautiful area that, that you guys serve. It's a challenging area. We can get into that in a little while. Um, but uh, let's talk about the gig certification. I heard you uh, talking yesterday. You gave a presentation. I guess I should say we are recording this at the NTCA North Central Region uh, Regional Conference up here in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, uh, where, Chad, you gave a presentation yesterday on uh, gig certification. And I, I heard you say there, and then I've heard you say it to other folks, the, the gig certification is really not a, a, a super tough one compared to some of the grants and compared to some of the other uh, smart rural community. Right. This, it's it, it's more doable for a lot of folks. Absolutely. What the gig certification really is is that you need 95% availability to uh, one or more of your exchanges that you serve as a telephone company. And so we actually have 10 exchanges where we are gig certified today that have greater than 95% availability. And so what it really is, though, is it's a symbol and it's recognition that um, you've made that commitment to your customers and, and to your members, in our case as a cooperative, um, to bring them the latest and greatest uh, technologies. And that's what the gig certification really does, is it points out, it enhances your brand, and it recognizes that you've made that commitment to your area. And a little bit of an excuse to throw a party, too. Absolutely. So yep. Always looking for an excuse for that. <laughs> right. right. Well, um, and you had some particular challenges. Uh, I think you said yesterday one of your... Um, one of your areas that is gig certified is on Madeline Island. Absolutely, yes. So we uh, serve Madeline Island, uh, also known as the town of La Pointe, uh, which is uh, uh, near the Apostle Islands in uh, Lake Superior, uh, outside of uh, Bayfield, Wisconsin. And so uh, very challenging. We needed to cross water to get over there. And so we actually did lay fiber to uh, provide the island with gig services. And redundant. I mean, two, yes. two lines out there. That's two, correct. About two miles under Lake Superior. That's correct. Yep. It's a beautiful area. And if you ever get a chance to go to the Apostle Islands, uh, we were able to stop while we were up here. Uh, beautiful area uh, with boat tour and, and very scenic. But I imagine it would be quite difficult to for the fiber. So certainly. Absolutely. 
Well, let's talk a little bit about um, where and how you've used that logo, because that's sure. that's a big part of the program. You know, it's an excuse for the news release and for yep. the party, but then also you get that gig certified logo. So where, where can folks see that? Well, we try to utilize that gig certified logo in four different ways. We use it internally with our employees. We use it with in our marketing materials, but we also leverage it for economic development with local businesses and community leaders. And then finally, we use it in our daily interactions with our customers. So we, we use it in a variety of ways. And really what, what the emblem is, is it points out our capabilities. And, and it just shows, again, that we've made that commitment, that we are certified with fiber to 95% or more of homes in those exchanges. And it really gives confidence to our staff and to our customers that we can provide the services that are the same as you would get in, in your top 10 uh, MSAs across the country. Sure. And in some cases, better. Than, yeah, absolutely. Than <laughs> Now, you mentioned internally uh, yesterday and then again here, uh, what kind of education did you have uh, for employees just to understand, you know, down in Tennessee, mm-hmm. a gig is something you do with a frog, frog gig. Right. So, I don't know up here, but what uh, um, what kind of education did y'all have internally? Sure, absolutely. Well, everybody at our company is very involved in the rollout of fiber. And so um, folks are aware that we're installing it, where we're putting fiber into our territories. But at the same time, they weren't really aware of our gig certification. And so what we wanted to do was really promote it internally, make sure that folks were putting it in their emails um, as they're dealing with vendors, customers, or friends, family even for that matter, but then also equip them with apparel and um, uh, other ways that they can show our communities that we do have that gig certification. Sure. Now, Leo, how have uh, our customers catching on? If you internally, you're getting folks to understand it. Do you think the businesses and the other folks, and I think the, a, a big part of the gig market is businesses, but are, are folks catching on on the customer side? They are. And, and they, they see the logo, and that's a big part of it. Um, and the education side of it is, is critical. And we found that a lot of it is educating our customers as well. And uh, because they don't, it's unexpected to, to be able to, get the kind of services that we can provide in an area as rural as ours is something very unique. Um, I mean, I think, I think at last count we had about four people per square mile on average is what we're, what we serve. Um, but you're right. The businesses are the, are the key there. They've, most of them understand when we come in and we say we can offer a gig of, uh, of service. Um, we've had a lot of businesses, you know, call us regularly uh, without us even being in, out in their area and they'll want us to be serving their their needs. So businesses are key. Uh, we've been able to make a lot of headway into new areas and new places because of those businesses. So Great. Now, one of the things, uh, and whatever y'all are comfortable sharing is fine, mm-hmm. one of the things that uh, was brought up yesterday, even if you don't have a lot of folks taking the gig or really anybody, I mean, there are a lot of co-ops out there that offer it, they're first to market, it's there, mm-hmm. nobody's on it and that's fine. But you do have folks, you know, if that's up there, then folks are going to shoot for almost that fast, either 250 or 100 or 500, whatever it is. Do you have folks doing, do you see that? Well, you know, it's interesting because um, people know that they want fiber. But at the same time, they really aren't utilizing those higher speeds, like you said. And so um, so what we're doing is constantly trying to encourage folks to upgrade those packages. And and quite honestly, uh, the vast majority of our customers are under 100 meg today. Um, but that's something that we're continually looking to improve. We have marketing campaigns that we're always running to try to get folks to enhance those services. But the part that they don't always see, uh, necessarily see is that they have, for example, television service. And that's using probably more gigs, <laughs> more gigs 
takes more speed than they're using sure. for their for their internet actually. And so um, so it does enable other things that um, that they're receiving as a benefit of that fiber connection. Sure. So, 4K is coming. Be mm -hmm. ready. So you got it. <laughs> now uh, the tourist areas. Uh, as we move on from the gig, I guess I should ask if there's anything else uh, that y'all wanted to add about gig certification before we move on. Well, it, it really is a, a real benefit, and and especially when we're we're talking with member companies of, of NTCA and others, they they recognize that we have those capabilities and that we are a progressive company. And that's the same message that we try to send internally and to our customers as well. Sure. I think somebody mentioned yesterday, it may have been Gina, who we're going to try to get on that uh, record soon, but she had showed, even if people don't understand what a gig is, mm -hmm. or they don't understand the need for ultra high speed broadband, to look at a map and there are only 80 of these companies that are certified in the entire country, and Norvato is one of them. That's right. got to mean something, just to, to show everybody you're in that elite tier. Absolutely, and it does, and, and that's what the real um, benefit of that certification is, is that it does, it places you in a higher tier than your competitors, and, and at times that's a problem around our area, because folks who aren't in our service territory, they want to be, <laughs> and so it's it's a nice problem to have. We get calls <laughs> weekly. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, we can't get to that customer or... You know, it, it's a problem, yep. and, and some of the other providers in our area are nowhere near sure. the kinds of services that we can provide. Um, in some cases, right across the street, um, that one customer will have as much speed as they could possibly want, and the other one can barely watch Netflix. So, uh, it's definitely a problem we're, that we're always trying to a nut we're always trying to crack, I sure. guess. So. Um, Aside from telling them to make friends and share a Wi-Fi <laughs> password, is there a, do you have a, a response to those folks? I guess you know basically we're working as we we would. It's the FCC. I mean, what what do you normally say to those folks? Normally, what we'll do is uh, we do have calculations that we can run to make sure whether or not would this be a profitable build for us? Can we get to this this location to these people to this uh, this area? Um, how many dollars would we need to make it? Uh, make sense financially for us. Unfortunately, it's not. It's there's a serious cost involved in doing sure. some of this, and uh, which is it, it. It's great to be gig certified, but we've invested a pile of money to do this, mm -hmm. and uh, it's something that we are very aware of when we're when we're trying to expand. Is that yes, we received some stimulus dollars to do this, some some grant money, but we got to make it pay. And we have to find a way to do that. And that's kind of what we've been, how we've expanded is based on a formula that says, if we can get this many dollars out of this certain area, we can move into that space. And uh, it's worked very well for us. We've been able to expand quite a lot, but unfortunately there's still places we just can't get to and we just can't make that case yet. Right. So we're always trying. And there's there's instances that we've had where customers will be near um, our, our ILEC serving exchanges and... Um, and we'll run the numbers to see if we can get service to them, and it, it's cost prohibitive for us. But right. at the same time, if the customer sees enough value in that fiber, we've had them pay us aid to construction yep. to go ahead and extend that fiber to them. And so it's possible. It really becomes an economic issue at that point. But we would love to get as many customers as we could on our Absolutely. fiber. Absolutely. Right. You bet. Right. Well, now, in terms of getting those customers, let's talk about that. Because as I mentioned, uh, y'all have uh, the... Um, Apostle Islands National Lakeshore, right there. Um, not a, not a. Well, I mean, it's a touristy area. I think mm -hmm. that's fair to say. Um, Bayfield's really pretty town. Just driving through it, um, 
uh, great place to be, especially this time of year. I don't know what it's like in uh, January or February, but this time of year, I can attest it was great. Cold. <laughs> I'm sure. Cold. But well, we get a lot of visitors to the ice caves when they're open. Yes, so. uh, yes I've seen the so, pictures. They look yes. beautiful. Yes. So what, have y'all taken some steps? Uh, I know there are folks, uh, always, Telco is always struggling with, how do you get some of the weekenders or the, mm-hmm. the just part-time residents up there? Have y'all done anything to, to try to reach those folks or market to those folks who may live? Oh, sure. I guess a lot of them live Milwaukee. Or Minneapolis, we Minneapolis. have a, a pretty fair amount, and and honestly, the the cable area um, is really uh, home to a lot of lakes. Uh, we have the Telemark Ski Resort there. Um, we do a lot of fat tire bike racing there now. The Berkebiner is run out of our area, so. Um, so there's a number of large and actually national events. We do have a large visitor population and a, and a large population of, of second homes in our areas. And so, honestly, we try to leverage our other products and services. For example, folks who um, who have second homes tend to buy security systems, uh, as an example, for their for their houses, for their second homes, to, to watch them when they're not there. Well, we know with a lot of those folks that they have an interest in, in higher speeds, and, and they would actually come to our area stay longer, work there longer if we if they had a fiber connection. And so it's actually easy for us to promote it to those to those visitors and those second homeowners in our area. So And there was there was numbers to back those up in your mm-hmm. presentation that, that I mean it's it's yep. a known fact in the in the tourism industry folks will stay longer, spend Absolutely. more money if they're able to stay and get some work done. Well and we work very closely with the Bayfield County Economic Development Corporation and um, that's one of the, their selling points when they're soliciting uh, people to move to our area or a new business to come to our area is that on average they found that a typical visitor or second homeowner will stay 10 to 30 days longer um, if they have a fiber connection or a reliable and fast internet connection that they can utilize. That's significant. I mean, it that's is. not just an extra day or two. I mean, that's, right. And and that's wow. great for us as a telephone company, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's a huge economic benefit to our sure. area. Absolutely. And what's good for our area is good for us. Right. And so we're always looking to do as much economic development as we can. Perfect. Great. Well, I think that just about wraps it up. Anything that y'all, we covered a lot of ground there. Anything either of y'all would like to add before we sign off? Just that um, come visit Cable, Wisconsin. It's a beautiful area. Um, the Lake Superior Lakeshore is something that everybody should see in their lifetime. And uh, um, we'd, we'd love to have you. So. I, I agree. Uh, I agree. Lake Superior, aptly named. That's, that's, that's what we discovered. So, uh, well, thank you for listening. Like I said, this has been another episode of Story Connect Podcast. My guests today were Leo Carlson, a business and technology manager at Norvato, and Chad Young, the CEO of Norvato. We're recording here at the NTCA Regional Conference uh, up in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, and I'm your host, Andy Johns. Until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.